<clears throat> well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another exciting episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> um, we've had a couple of listeners um, message me saying they couldn't hear the air horn. <laughs> the last couple of episodes and I did it off mic, so I have to make sure I put it right yeah. up on the mic because they say that that sets the tone for the show so we love that y'all are particular about your air horn okay oh you know because uh because that air horn needs to be loud or we're gonna go back to pew pewing yeah, exactly let us know because like the pew pew never failed like we know y'all heard listen <laughs> right we can go so back <laughs> It sounded like we had that sound bar up in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen. What, I, I'm oh, I was going to say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay, Lex. I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm doing fantabulous. Uh, my birthday is in two weeks. I am trying to lose 30 pounds in two weeks. Girl, so, <laughs> you know, trying to lose thirty pounds in two weeks. Listen, Lex be closing her exercise ring on Apple Watch like seventeen times a day, <laughs> and be like, "Lex just finished a workout, like burned seven hundred calories." This is dedication. When we've done recording, Lex be like, "All right, I'm about to go work out," and I'm that's, like, "That's what's about to happen." <laughs> Did you work out earlier today, like ain't nothing left to work off, like. Right. Chat. Kudos to you. Uh, you gonna make it, girl. I got faith. Thirty pounds <laughs> just built off. Like by day, day thirteen, you watch. It's gonna go. I'm in there. <laughs> How are you, Brent? You know what? I am present and accounted for. <laughs> I'm waiting on one of y'all to instead of saying that, be like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Listen, well. <laughs> On my Marshawn Lynch work show. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm doing really good. Um, even though we were just talking, you know, off the record about, you know, being scared again and oh, hoping, you know, that we don't have to go back to like one, you know, as far as uh, just what we were doing before precaution wise with COVID and now we got new strands and stuff, you know, so... I had just literally started easing back out into the world, just just a little bit. Still keep a mask on standby, like still wear masks in the stores and stuff. But you know, every once in a while, I'll get a little taste of air, you know, and then I put it back, and I'm like, <laughs> but, but now I'm gonna have to just stay inside and get my air. So hoping it doesn't come to that, but you know, we just gonna stay prayed up and and caught per usual. Uh, but we're gonna keep it moving. We got some flavor cover stories. Dr. Reese has more on that. <laughs> we do, we do. So, uh, we're gonna start off with a couple who you might remember a story about from a few years back, way before we ever started this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, congratulations are in order. For Derek Fisher and Gloria Govan. <laughs> so they uh, got married this weekend. 
Um, if you recall, um, Gloria Govan is the former fiance of one Matt Barnes yeah. um, and Terry, who played for um, a few teams in the NBA, including the Los Angeles Lakers, I believe, at some point. And um, Derek Fisher is a former NBA player who played for and coached the Lakers at one point. Um, long story short, Google Matt Barnes chases Derek Fisher through house. <laughs> or um, you can watch that episode of um, Wildin' Out where um, he talks about it in the Plead the Fifth segment. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, DC Young Fly. <laughs> DC Young Fly asked him about it. Um, what kind of noises? Um, he asked Matt Barnes what kind of noises Derek Fisher was making when he was beating his ass. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Ah! <laughs> okay. But yeah, so they got married this weekend. Um, also, um, y'all, Safari and Erica, I'm ready for them to be done. Oh no, what now? So, you know, Erica Minna had a baby a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and uh, I suppose Safari jetted out of town shortly thereafter, Dang. right? Because there have been videos of him, um, living his best life. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. My child was in the NICU. In the NICU, oh. right? Like the neonatal ICU. Um, but you know, I suppose in a fit of rage, Erica must have destroyed some of his property. <laughs> she because went Safari filed court documents alleging that she violated a standing order by damaging about fifty thousand dollars worth of his personal property. Mm. Yeah. So he claims that Erica is painting a public narrative that she's overwhelmed with the birth of their newborn son, yet she has ample time to engage in disruptive and intentional acts to vilify, vilify and disparage him. Um, I know his what? <laughs> he didn't write that. <laughs> of course not. But it still seems like, oh, so, oh, she claiming she overwhelmed, but she got time to do this. Right. Nigga, what? Right. You are in the home. <laughs> mm. Or the state. Mm. Right? Okay. Like, she can be overwhelmed and have time to destroy your property at the same time. Yep. That's a good thing about being a woman. We can multitask. Mm. Right. Yeah. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Um, he also apparently has recently been quoted is saying that marriage makes everything way more serious than it has to be. Oh my god. Yeah, he says um <laughs> Oh, actually so on Young Jock's radio show, which have y'all ever listened to that? I have not. I have not either. <laughs> I always forget it's a thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> but he he uh, went to Jock or sat down with Jock recently 
and said, I think marriage just makes everything way more technical. It does. I feel like when you get to live like as boyfriend and girlfriend, like grown man, real talk. I know it may sound childish and immature, but it's like marriage, I just feel, makes everything way more serious than it needs to be. What was he? <sighs> I mean, he said it himself. He sounds childish, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think he just really had no fucking clue. Because uh... he said he didn't think that having a child would be as hard as it was. Or right. <laughs> Sorry, you're responsible for it. He has no reality. A whole human. Right? Like, what is wrong with him? He really is like an overgrown child. Mm -hmm. He's a man child. (laughs) Basically. Didn't his, uh, this is, now this is immature of me. Didn't his freak pics or his like actual dick pics or something leak a while back? Yep. Some years ago. Oh. Yeah, didn't he have a shower moment or something? A shower moment? I, I feel like I, I... Now I got to open up my incognito tab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> something okay. something definitely leaked a few years ago. That's okay. Yes, and it was uh, very nice, very nice. Uh, so this is very unfortunate to hear him talk like this, knowing everything that he got going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and last but not least uh, I guess we're going to come full circle back to basketball so as you all know the Bucks and the Suns are playing in the NBA Finals right now um, LeBron James is friends with Chris Paul so he was courtside recently at one of the games and Adele was also courtside <laughs> at one of the games. But what got people talking was who Adele was with. And Adele was cozied up with uh, Rich Paul, who is LeBron James' agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, folks are folks are chatting it up about that one. So we haven't gotten any confirmation on whether or not that's an actual relationship. But um, yeah, last we heard she was dating Skepta. Yeah. Right. That British rapper. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that, but yeah. But um, yeah, we shall see what comes of it. Mm. So you know what? Do you? Oh, so it is a picture of Safari in his restroom. <laughs> Not a shower, but he is in okay, but- <laughs> his restroom. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, but not really, though, because you're trash. Let me see it again. <laughs> he is trash. <laughs> Wait, did I lose it? Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You can just sit like that the rest of the show. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But anywho, off topic, off topic. Um, it, 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 he's trash. He is trash. Like, shame on him. Just everything he said was wrong. And the, like, the fact that you not only said it, but you went on a show 
and said it and now it can be just played back over and over like oh this is there's so much technical technicalities with marriage what so like, you how old is safari that's the real question too old for this yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's not in his 20s correct no he is, definitely is 40 <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> Like, are you serious? Acting like a 22 year old. Oh my God. Why you gotta be so serious? I mean, till death do his part, really? Like, oh my God. That's how he sound. I cannot. I wasn't ready. I was thinking maybe 35. This man. Right. I was, I was gonna even give him maybe 33 at the, at the young. Yeah, I'm thinking early 30s. But I don't think Erica's that young either. Um, I think he might actually be older than Erica. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Erica's probably about 30, 35, 36, somewhere like that. Mm-mm-mm. And I guess she figured, you know, she, she gets about- <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I bet she was thinking I'm getting me somebody older, you know, mature. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Oh 40 years old talking about some you know, let's just be boyfriend. What? Who? I mean, first of all, you are you're celebrities. You know, if if we want to call y'all that, because really y'all just reality stars. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not gonna give y'all celebrities. Y'all reality stars, right. but that's puts y'all in a different demographic than regular people. So a relationship is already gonna be complicated just on that aspect alone. But now you're talking about some marriage is too technical like uh, and a baby i didn't realize a baby was gonna be like what did you thought it was gonna be like you're raising a mini human being you know to be a functioning member of society like what did you think this was (laughs) and they got the nerve talking about something if she got time to do this then she shouldn't be that what you don't even know how raising a parent works because you're not with, or raising a child works because you're not with your kids. Probably ain't spent not a good solid week, maybe two, with that child. Don't even know what it entails. Shoot, that is definitely one parent I would not leave my child alone with. Right, and this is their second child, right? Because she was pregnant when they got married. So yeah, you- first child and now legend. Dang. So you you basically deserted a woman with a toddler and, and a an infant in the NICU. And now that I know this age, it's, he was probably like, it's my 40th. I'm going home to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him as his justification. That was literally what he said. He's like, well, you only turn 40 once. I can have more kids. Like, <laughs> Right. I ain't even want this kid anyway. I know. Like, the sad out. part is he probably did think like, oh, girl. Because if he if that's his thoughts on marriage, then I know that was his rationale for leaving for you know probably his birthday. Probably went and celebrated his little birthday. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Instead of being with his family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trash. And all the people that were with you are trash too. They trash mm-hmm. by T B A. Trash by association. <laughs> Dang. 
Ugh, well, thank you, Dr. Reese. I'm going to be like pissed at men now for the rest of the week thinking about that. <laughs> um, I was trying to think, did I have anything? That's not really a, a good story. I ain't going to share that one. I sent that to you via text. I ain't, ain't no big deal. All right. The, the uh, Derek Fisher Gloria Govan thing just cracks me up. That tickled me because <laughs> <laughs> that story was funny when it broke. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to keep it all moving to uh, the Living Single segment. And since we are talking to Dr. Reese, we're just going to stay on Dr. Reese. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I haven't been on a date in a long time, so I'm obviously fresh out of stories. But I am going to read you all this story I found online. Dr. Reese, why did I think you said fresh out of storage? I'm like, you was in storage. What? Yeah, <laughs> girl, I was in, at, at public storage in the <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, she titles this story The Repulsive Ricer. What? Oh my God. I met Kevin on a dating app and he invited me out for drinks one evening at a local restaurant slash bar. When I pulled into the parking lot, it was clear that it was a busy night as I drove around several times in search of a spot, but to no avail. I ended up parking in an adjacent lot and prayed my car wouldn't get towed. When I approached the entrance, I saw what was quite visible, what was quite possibly the most (laughs) offensive parking job I have ever seen in my fucking life. This asshole was deliberately taking up two parking spaces in order to protect his douchey riced out Honda Civic. (laughs) Truly, this was douchebaggery to the likes of which have never been seen. So she posted a picture saying it was exactly like this. It's a car. Um, parked on the line. (laughs) So it's taking up two spaces. Um, She said also the cost of the modifications on this car most certainly surpassed the actual value of the vehicle itself. I made my way inside and Kevin greeted me near the hostess stand. I figured we would go to the bar, but Kevin was chatting with the hostess about a table and she was visually perturbed by whatever request Kevin was making. Finally, she led us to a table right next to the window and we took our seats. Kevin then glanced outside and pointed to the douchebag mobile and said, this is my car. So I wanted to sit here so I can keep an eye on it. A lot of haters out there. The hostess said we had to order food in order to sit at the table so we can just get some guac or something cheap. What? <laughs> in my, keep in mind, this was shortly after the pandemic, so taking up a table just to get drinks was a pretty dick move, in my opinion. We ordered drinks and guac, and Kevin began raving about his car, how much money he spent on it, and how he wants to modify his exhaust pipe next. When we leave, I will let you take a look and maybe take you for a ride if you want. (laughs) Oh, if I could only be so lucky. Oh, and I want to say right now, because this has been an issue with the past, I am still best friends with my ex-girlfriend. And if you are too insecure to handle that, I'm really sorry, but that's going to change. That's not going to change. 
I chugged my glass of wine and I told him that since I was having, since I was driving, one drink would be enough. He boastfully announced that he would take care of the check as if this was unusual and a grand gesture of chivalry. And then he walked me to my car. So yeah, I actually had to park way over there because someone decided to take up two spots, I said. Kevin let out an obnoxiously deafening chortle. Well, if you put the kind of time and money into your car as I do mine, you would understand. What? He then leaned over to kiss me and I dodged his lips. Completely repulsed. Yes. Oh, come on. What's stopping you from giving me a kiss? Common sense, dude. Fuck. (laughs) I told him I didn't kiss on the first date. And when he inquired about a second, I denied that as well. Thus concludes one of the worst dates ever. My word. So because of some of the verbiage um, that was used, it leads me to believe that the writer was white. Indeed. Right, I was thinking that. Will always remain. Niggas, not always black folks, is always gonna need. (laughs) Always. Always. And they always gonna have audacity because BOGO. Yeah. Um, and did Dr. Reese, did you say this was like a Honda that he tried to pimp out? A Civic. You know, a Civic. they love the Honda Civic, Civic and the Accords. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> like that. Uh, it got the audacity to park in the middle. Mm. And then tell his date if you put as much money into your car as I did. Not even knowing what kind of car she drives. Right? right. Like, I wonder what his debt to income ratio is. It clearly can't be uh, too good because he's sitting here like, we'll order something cheap. We'll order something cheap. That's right. Like, why? After a pandemic, these people ain't been working. And you taking up a table ordering why? A table... Not so that you could see your car. Right. Only that a table so you could see your car. Two spaces where another person who actually would have bought dinner could have parked. Mm. Uh like now you got the hostess, you got the wait staff mad at the hostess for seating you. Mm -hmm. You got the hostess mad at you because she's already seen mad at you. Mm Mm-hmm. And then want a kiss. Think you gonna get a kiss after all of that? Audacity, nerve, ever present. Sometimes when I see people parked like that on purpose, I wish I owned a vehicle that I didn't care about. Right. (laughs) Right. And then I would just ruin their day. Mm. I did that yesterday, kinda. A car was kind of like on the line, but it was a spot, you know. I know. No, this was this was Saturday. What? Oh, y'all, side note: there is a suitcase shortage. I went to TJ Maxx, Burlington, Ross, Marshalls, Target, and Walmart. Yeah. Didn't you go to Bed Bath and Beyond? Bed Bath and Beyond, looking for a suitcase because my my old suitcase, we're not even gonna speak of it, is gone. I hate this nigga, but did you try Amazon? I did, but I like to, to look right. at my suitcases. Right. Make sure it's empty. Feel it. See how heavy it is. Yeah. I mean, my suit- 
case we in it for the long haul. It's a special relationship. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure. When I tell you there was not a suitcase in sight, like Walmart had two ugly ass rose gold suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> suitcases. I was like, that's it. Like, shit. three levels of shelves empty. It was like literally the toilet paper situation, but suitcases. <laughs> That's was, exactly what it was. It was it was like a tumbleweed rolled by. I was like, what? Where are the suitcases? Like, Target first- had three kitty size suitcases. <laughs> was it, I'm like, I just need. I just need a good 28, I think it's 28 inch suitcase. That, that's really it. Um, so I just, I don't know, I'm tired, but in, I don't even know how I start. Oh, because I was parking next to somebody. <laughs> You're like, what was I going with this? I was already irritated. It was going in like my fourth store looking for this damn suitcase. But I was in my mama's car. She got like a little 06 and I already had a dent in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma hold on to that vehicle forever, but you know, if there's some some cosmetic blemishes, I don't care. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, but I can't. It's still a SUV, so I can't do too much of that. Yeah, because I was about. To, I thought you was in like your car. Like, how the heck you maneuver oh, that? <laughs> it's like pretty much just as big as mine. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> but I was feeling real ignorant and irritated. If he was any further over, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> Could they get in their car by the time you were done? Not if they had a passenger. Because oh. <laughs> I had to like squeeze out. <laughs> oh no. That's just Definitely the leave my car door up against it. I didn't like push it open, but I did leave the car, rest the car door. <laughs> That, that's a petty you can depend on. That's some dedicated petty right there. Because like, they did that in the second parking spot. It was the first parking spot next to, um, you know, a little curb situation. I'm mm-hmm. like, you you taking a prime parking spot like this? No. No. If he didn't want to buy a park next to him, he could have got real close in that first spot up against the curb. It'd been all right. Yep, but no, that would have been inconvenient for them. They ain't trying to sell. (laughs) That's right up my alley. If I'm in the um, fast lane going 15 miles over and you in my behind, I'm going to slow down. And then when you try to go around me, I'm going to speed up. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things, though, is uh, when people... I used to drive really fast when I was younger. I still drive fast, but... I don't really, I don't be in a rush like that no more. I get that when I get there. Um, but when people are like behind you on like a two lane road, like all up in your face and the first chance they get, they fly by and then mm-hmm. lead you to the light. Hey, you right there. Oh, like, I'm a staring. Hey, friend. <laughs> so we meet again, how you doing? Like, was it worth it? Like, you right. been- the one car ahead of me, like we're at the same red light. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what these people be in such a rush for. Like, especially in the morning, I'm like, I'm figuring you're probably going to work just like I'm going to work. I mean, I don't know how long they've been at their job, but at, at this point in the game for me, I'm going to get there when, when I get there. <laughs> you know, so you definitely might as well just go around me because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, there's there's nothing to rush for. I'm like, it will be there. 
<laughs> Chances are they didn't miss me no way. So I didn't mean to throw us off so we can start talking about petty stuff, my bad. No, it's okay because, I mean, it still comes back full circle because that dude was petty. Yeah. Yeah. Just whole, I'm like, it's almost like he just came to the date just to talk about his car. To show off his car. And none of that uh, dialogue did it sound like he asked her anything about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, who asked to sit by the window so they can make sure their car is all right because haters going to hate. Mm. Ain't nobody hating on no civic. <laughs> right. It's just like on the Players Club when Roxy was just like, I mean, Ronnie was like, probably go right <laughs> driving you a civic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna make enough money for a civic or whatever she said. It was like, ouch. So every time I hear civic now, I think about that. I'm like, Ronnie was that straight civic. But he done souped it up. He's like, pimp my ride, all of that stuff. But <laughs> hope it was worth it. Him and his little guac and civic. <laughs> right? I'm not going to buy you food. I'm only going to get this guac so that I can wash my car. Right. Does this mean everywhere we go, we got to sit somewhere where we can watch your car? Oh, my God. Or you could come get me. Oh, that's right. Because he did offer her, or well, if she was lucky, she could get a ride. If she was lucky. No, I'm saying that could, that's something he could say. He'd be like, well, if you want to come get me, I could see. I could leave my car at home. I could see him saying something like that. Hell, he wouldn't even drive her across the street to her car. Right. Sound like he he said he walked her, or she he, um, he walked her to the car. I'm like, so she already had to walk across to get to the place because, again, you took up two spaces. And now she has to walk back. He didn't would- take up two spaces. If he could see his car from the window, he took two good spaces. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Ooh, and, he, and then instead of apologizing when she called him out on it, he's like, well, if you had spent the money that I spent on my car, <laughs> you know, I would have been like, you're right. Because, I mean, clearly you spent it to the point where we couldn't even get a meal. Like, <laughs> And it's funny because she was talking about she could only drink one drink if she was driving. That's probably all she was going to get anyway. Mm-hmm. She was ready to go. Yeah. I mad at her. Wasn't going to get her no more. Like, that's money uh, taken away from his car. So he probably wasn't going to get her but that one drink. Like, and thought that was going to get him a kiss. I'm. Mm. Audacity. I don't know. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Now that's got me thinking. Because at first, because I know my time is coming up to live in next go round mm-hmm. I'm like I know I have something similar to that I need to uh <laughs> I need to go the through archives. my go through the archives because I know somebody that tried to do some mess like that to me and thought they was just gonna get the world like mm. her, all you got me was a drink and it's happy hour so you didn't even pay, pay full price like what Oh, um, but before we move on to the next segment, I need to rewind to the flavor cover story real, real quick because I forgot about something. So, did y'all see um, Nivea's interview with Candy? No. No. You Uh-oh. need to. So, um, so Candy, y'all know Candy Burr's Tucker got her hands and all kind of stuff. That's why she rich, rich. Rich. Um, rich. But she has a YouTube channel and 
we're used to her show speak on it where she interviews folks from like real housewives or from the shy and they'll talk about like stuff from the shows or whatever but now she's starting a different show about the music industry called on that note and so she interviewed nivia and nivia has quite the story um long story short she was the victim of of abuse many times over you know what? I I've heard of that. I didn't know Candy had interviewed her, but she's done an interview before and talked about this, and it was bad. Yeah. So she was basically like in a relationship with her with her manager, um, which actually she wasn't actually in a relationship because she was too young to consent. I believe at that point. Mm. Well, no, so in Georgia, the law is 16, but it's still, it's still fucking gross. Um, it was 16 at that point. So yeah, like she was living with this grown man and going to high school. Um, yeah, I don't want to spill all the beans here, but if y'all haven't seen that, you really should check it out. Mm. He has quite the story. So, um... I'm glad to see her doing well mm-hmm. um, despite all that she has been through. And it's really good that... <laughs> so Nivia is my favorite... Um, I don't want to call her a character. But she's my favorite <laughs> artist on um, that BET Presents The Encore. Yeah, because she is... She provides amazing comic relief or comedic relief. And it's just really amazing to me that she's able to provide such levity in those moments on the show given what she has been through mm-hmm. so be sure to check that out when you can mm-hmm. okay. you missed like did you miss the last episode of, of the audio? Yeah, I'm like two or three behind <gasps> yeah. I gotta give y'all one spoiler it's completely unrelated to the point of this podcast but I can't believe it happened what happened girl <laughs> so they had a listening party Right, and people from their past came, so like former group members came. Um, and you know, Pam from Total is on the show, so mm-hmm. Kima came. Kima said that at one point, Pam told Kima and Keisha that she was the Beyonce of Total. <laughs> we talking about okay. Joy here. <laughs> hair Pam, you know that the one that they all had dressed like a man Pam, like listeners. I wish y'all could have seen Brit and Lex's faces. That is probably the same face I made when I I had to watch that episode twice because I couldn't believe when I I was like I was late. I must I can't be hearing that right. Right. Yeah, she was like, "Don't you remember you told us that you were the Beyonce?" She had to. Be. Right. He was high. Yes. As a kite. (laughs) In what world? I almost wanted to skip to that episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) And what what did Pam say? Like, what was her reaction? Like, she didn't really say much. What can you say? My bad. (laughs) 
the show and I, I totally had made a mental note to watch it and I forgot so now that you have brought that to our attention like I need to make it a mission to watch that show because yeah oh, it is excellent television <laughs> um, and just connecting that to our last segment um, it is executive produced by Carlos King former executive producer of Rehazos of Atlanta and it is co uh another one of the executive producers is Todd Tucker. Of course. I realize that. Yeah. Okay. Candace said you're gonna have you a business too. <laughs> <laughs> Candace said, I ain't gonna be the only one in this house with seven jobs. You, <laughs> you better pick up something. Right? You, Riley, Ace, everybody for the work around everybody. here. Now, and I love me some candy, but I'd be okay if she let go of the shy. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I just bought uh, Showtime for Prime Day for like $2 a month. So I'm about to be. Um, the, the, sis can't act. I, I, um, I would just leave it at that. Love her oh, down. She's makes sense. Wife, but, it ain't for everybody. It's not. And I don't know. I guess nobody done told candy. But I mean, she... I'm like, you can't do everything. And she literally, she does a lot. She does. You know? There's a and, lot that she excels in. Yes. Acting ain't it. No. I ain't even seen it, but I can imagine. <laughs> but the, the <laughs> crappy part is people let bad, famous actors in stuff because they know people will watch just mm-hmm. to see them. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't flock to nothing that Candy was in. Like... I would see it more so if Nene were in it than if Candy were in. Because <laughs> I, I already Nene ain't on the show no more, right? So it's like right, but I mean, she still to me has some notoriety. And like when she was acting, I heard she was actually pretty good. Yeah, she was pretty. She was pretty good on Glee. But I guess mm-hmm. my point is like they also get the free promo because Candy talks about it on Real Housewives. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But oof, I can't even imagine. I hope she don't have no scenes where she got to cry because ooh, <laughs> or I can't stand here. Candy cry. That voice gets start getting chicken. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm gonna go, oh, I'm you are good. You get paid for impersonations because you be on point. Yeah. I've been trying to figure that out, y'all. If y'all figured it out before me, Please we need 10%. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, heck, if you mind it, yeah, I will definitely break you off because I, I, mean, I would do this for free, but but I would like to. Because I do love to impersonate me somebody, but ooh, that damn candy. Like, oh, I can't stand to hear her cry. I'm like, please, y'all, do not make her cry. Coach <laughs> only making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, I'm done. I'm about to add that to the list. That's going in the uh, vault with Jocelyn. So, <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, thank you, Dr. Reese, uh, for our living single story. And sorry, listeners, that we went off on a whole bunch of tangents. Sorry. I mean, 
Yeah, but I think we kind of sort of brought it back full circle some kind of way. And hopefully y'all follow. <laughs> mm. But we are going to get into <laughs> this next thing. What? No. no. <laughs> you knew. No. You knew it was coming. No. Oh, the segment should just be called what now? What? No. I could, you see, I couldn't even say it without laughing because I knew Dr. Reese was waiting. <laughs> Oh man, I should have been. I should have been like, I got my whole girl sense Okay, but yes, this next topic uh, hit close to home, and I asked the ladies, could we talk about this? Because personally, this is kind of where I am in life as far as you know, just dating in general, and it is about a movement that is sweeping the nation. It may oh. not. Run. It may not really be sweeping the nation, but I just want to say that. But it does feel like it is a movement happening because this seemed to gain a lot of traction um, when I found it on TikTok. And well, actually a good friend, let me give credit where credit is due. A good friend of mine found it on TikTok and sent it to me. But it's basically about women quitting dating. Um, they are, you know, giving up, focusing on other things. Uh, and this girl on TikTok, um, by the name of Dear Ashley, she broke it down. So I'm gonna try to play this and hopefully you all can hear it. Let me, oh, give me one second, get this audio together. One second, technical difficulty, I wasn't ready. <laughs> we are living happy single. You're so crazy, okay, let me start There's over. a lot of black women who are not dating anymore. We quit dating. We, it's not even so much gave up, maybe, but we just realized that there's a lot more peace and being alone than having to deal with this generation's drama and the things that they deem to be acceptable that we don't see to be acceptable. And it's just like, it's so much other stuff in this world that can bring you satisfaction other than a relationship. So it's not that deep. It's just one of them things like if it happens, it happens. But at this point in my life, we are not dating. We don't want to do that anymore. You know, we did it and we had the experiences. It is what it is. But at this point, we got other things that we want to achieve in life. We got other dreams and aspirations. And being with a man is not on the top of that priority list anymore. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, that got a lot of traction. She definitely got a lot of uh, comments off of that. Um, a lot of the men <clears throat> on here were saying that Black women like unestablished users and bums, and that's why they're not dating. Uh, <laughs> I definitely wholeheartedly disagree with that. Uh, I can't speak for every Black woman out there in America, but I know me and the most of the people that I'm close to, we do not like a bum. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't like any unestablished users. We tend to like pretty established people, you know, but it's still drama and mess that even comes with the established people. You know, it's never just, you know, easy breezy, like everything is, you know, transparent and going along smoothly. People are, you know, saying what they really feel and, you know, being honest and open about what they want. It's never, you know, always like that. So 
you know, I think a lot of women have come to that conclusion that, you know, it's a lot, you know, to deal with and it may not be worth the trouble. Um, and that's kind of personally where I am uh, right now, full transparency. Um, I got to this point back in 2019 and I think I was, uh, you know, just dealing with a whole bunch of guys who I thought, you know, on the outside looked like, you know, they were going to be about something, but in actuality, it just didn't turn out to be that way. And so I took a moment and I just focused on myself. You know, I got in the gym. I started focusing on the fitness. I was traveling. I was going to all sorts of shows and festivals, you know, just kind of doing things that I wanted to do that made me happy. And I was really in like a good spot to the point where I didn't even realize like, hey, I don't miss dating. Like, I'm cool. And then the pandemic hit. And so, you know, all the things that I, you know, tend to find joy in, were, you know, getting shut down, you know, couldn't really do. And so I did find myself kind of longing for, for something. And so I turned back to dating uh, through the pandemic and I ended up in about three pandemic relationships. Uh, each of them had their own, you know, mess to it. And <laughs> finally, like the end brought me back to, okay, I quit dating again. Like I'm putting in my notice. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. And so now I'm, I'm back at square one. Don't really want to date anymore. Uh, and I'm just going back now that the world is semi-opening back up. I'm going back to kind of like finding my peace, finding things that bring me joy again, and um, just kind of enjoying life on my own terms. Um, and before I move on, I do want to ask you all, uh, have you ever gotten to a point where you just like, you know what, I'm done how long did it last? Uh, you know, are you there now? Like, I just want to know, like, what are your current thoughts on dating? And <laughs> have you ever quit dating? I think I'm kind of there now. Like, if it happens, it happens. But I'm no longer going to, well, I'm not going to say no longer. <laughs> In this moment, <laughs> I'm not going to put forth a concerted effort um, to actively find someone. Um, I'm not getting on no apps. <laughs> um Cause that's kind of like my default. If I'm like, okay, I'm ready to date. I'm getting on a Bumble or a Hinge or something. <laughs> um, and you know, just seeing, but I, I am tired. I am weary. Um, I would love, love to be in a relationship for multiple reasons. Um, but at this point I am also okay with just doing me. Mm. But I'll, I'll give I'll dive more into it after the second video. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doc, what about you? I think I've kind of always been here. <laughs> um, not to say that I like quit or I'm, I have always been. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Not just content, but like at peace in my solitude. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. Well, how can I say this? I don't let people <laughs> in unless I can tell that I'm going to like them better than my solitude. Mm. Okay. Mm. Right. So, like, th- when I hear y'all talk about your dating stories, like, y'all have been actively involved in this way more than I have because I don't really like people like that (laughs) right like 
and this isn't to, to sound like high maintenance or or um, bougie or any of that, but like, if I if I like you, cool, you know. Do I like being in a relationship? Yes, I like being involved in a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if there are signs very early on that the interaction isn't going to be healthy or if it makes me feel uncomfortable or, um, if it just doesn't make me happier than I already am, no. Mm. Words of I'm sorry, let's say it again. I said words of wisdom, you know, Dr. Reese be Dr. Reese. Um, <laughs> I swear, okay, so I was actually about to play something else for you guys, but I'm going to piggyback off of what Dr. Reese just said, because the same friend who, you know, presented this topic to me, she also sent me a tweet that was along the same lines. And so the tweet uh, is from uh, a lady by the name of Kaya Nova. She said, people think they're competing with other suitors when dating me, but really I'm comparing you to my own solitude. That's Mm. the competition. Is your company better than being alone? Am I growing around you like I do when I'm alone? Do I feel safe? Is there joy? Is there peace? Woo. And I mean, it's, it's true. Like I'm the, I'm the person I can, you know, be alone and be absolutely happy. Like I enjoy my company. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people out there, unfortunately, you know, they have to be around. Halo. Yeah, poor baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, she ain't spent not two weeks alone since she was birthed. Oh, but, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I, I do semi-worry about people like that because I'm just like, if you can't even stand to be by yourself or alone with you, who else going to want to be with you, you know? But yeah, uh, that brings us to the second video because like I said, the first TikTok video by Dear Ashley, um, actually, I'm sorry, her name is Dana Dane. Sorry about that girl. Um, It got a lot of traffic. And so she had to get a follow-up video because she (laughs) got so much uh, pushback from from the guys after this one. So this was her follow-up video. Dudes had a problem with my video about women choosing not to date anymore, but honestly, put yourself in our shoes. If we already out here getting money on our own, already getting our own houses, own cars, we can buy our own bags, we can take ourselves on trips. A lot of us don't have children, so we don't have any obligations. We got Smith and Weston hollow points keeping us safe. What exactly are you bringing of substance that would make me being single not the better option? Me not dating being the better option? What do you actually get ready to bring to my life that would be value enough for me to get rid of the peace that I have right now without you in my life? Mm-hmm. Like if the only thing that you're going to bring is cheating, manipulation, and me having to babysit you, then why exactly would I give up the peace of mind that I have right now and jeopardize that to entertain you? Make it make sense. Dude's had a problem. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, and it is kind of true. Like women are, are doing pretty well for themselves, you know? Um, and the, the things that we require are not even physical. They're not materialistic. You know, I think what we are looking for is basic, you know, companionship, like loyalty, honesty, uh, stability, safe. Like, you know, someone's going to make me feel secure. 
stuff like that. And I'm like, we can't even, we're not getting that out here. And so women are just we like, we can't get a basic conversation. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we can't even no, get a basic conversation. Basic. All y'all do is what you're doing me to death. Oh, huh. not even the whole sentence. W-I-D. W-I-D. I, I can't even get a right. full sentence. And the same, the same, not even a question, because there's usually not a question mark involved. There's not. (laughs) Um, But the same WYD, like, every 20 minutes. The same thing I was just doing. I told you I was working. You think my work only lasts 20 minutes? (laughs) But that actually, um, that video reminds me of a post that was circulating on social media recently and I'm looking for it right now but I can't seem to find it long story short I've seen it in a couple like dating groups on social media and it says basically um, because now women have all these things men have to be likable (laughs) men are men have Men have never had to be likable. Like, we've never had to actually like them to, um, to be married to men. Mm. Um, and a lot of men in those groups didn't understand it. But long story short, we are not that far removed. Like, in the 1970s, a woman could not get a bank account on her own. Mm. Did right? I know that? So... We are not that far removed from women being, com- even if they earn their own money, and we are not that far removed from women being completely um, financially dependent on men. But mm-hmm. now that we can financially care for ourselves. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Okay. <laughs> Uh, but now that we have our own houses and we got our own cars, we got two jobs, we work hey, all big, we bad hey. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to have a man in my life, I need to like him. Right. He needs to bring more than dollars to the table. I have dollars. Mm. Well, then dollars. Right? Are- yeah, I'm making me want to go dance. <laughs> 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 oh you know what we need to make some, an independent playlist we need to work on yes. that let me write yes. that down <laughs> but yeah like a, and a lot of men struggled with understanding that concept right mm-hmm. like i mean does the gender pay gap still exist absolutely but mm-hmm. black women in particular are the single most educated demographic group Mm -hmm. right so we are out here making these things happen you need to bring more than dick and money to the table listen they make great toys these days they really do I mean life life amazing you know (laughs) they do what I I needed to do I don't have to like tell them and they still don't listen so (laughs) it don't whine when you want your period Woo. Ah. Woot LA. <laughs> I know. I don't have to do nothing else when I'm on my period. I can just put it away if I'm on my period. Like, I don't have to, you know, get locked jaw or nothing. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, would I like to be married? 
see, I, I don't even know at this point. That was, that was a very pregnant pause. Right? I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, okay, do I like companionship? Absolutely. But if you're going to be a constant headache or if I'm going to have to deal with lying or cheating or... Emotional and... Uh, what am I trying to say? Um, emotion, being emotionally detached. Mm. That or misogyny or you know any of this other nonsense a lot of a lot of dudes bring with them because that's what they taught being a, that's what they were taught being a man is mm-hmm. um i'm cool and i think that's kind of where i am like i i i want a relationship i desire to be married but i'm also not i'm over the putting a timeline on things and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna settle Right, and I, I I've gotten to the point where I like me, <laughs> um, and if it's just me, I, I'm gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Same, absolutely. Because um, I've I've seen uh, situations where people settled because they thought their time was running out, or you know this person was there in front of them at that moment, and so it was like, well, you'll do. You know, and I definitely don't want to be like that. I want to be excited about someone. I want to be proud of someone. And I want them to feel the same about me, you know? Um, and it not be a front. Like, it's genuine, sincere, you know? Um, so until that happens, you know, maybe, uh, well, definitely, I'll just work on becoming a better person myself, you know, and just enjoying the other parts of life that we have here like because it really isn't the end all be all or be all end all however you say it if you don't get married or you know don't date all the time you know it's okay listen i just pray my only concern about never getting married um i just pray that my nephew when i get old (laughs) looks out for me Right. Yeah, honestly. But, well, but that's the thing, though, because as the woman, essentially, you end up taking care of him, but husbands don't usually take care of wives the same yeah. way. We're not going to say all the time because I do know some situations where, you know, the wife ended up, you know, being bad off and the husband did step up and take care of her, but it is not often. Is those situations are usually far and in between, but um, right, yeah. And honestly, I feel like that's the only time a man is ready to get married when he get old and he can't mm-hmm. take it. <laughs> now settle down, like no, nah, sir, you need a nurse. You don't he need got a- high blood pressure and bad knees, <laughs> and now he want a wife. No, you need uh, a caregiver. You do not need a wife at this point. Like. And at this point, if you want me, I'm going to really like be sitting there thinking like, I might have to think about this because <laughs> when you was in your prime, you weren't ready. And now that you all Ooh. broke it down and shit, what am I supposed to do with you now? So, <laughs> rolling you around everywhere. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. I saw a clip of a video and I'm like, I don't know how this couple, how long this couple had been together prior to them being married but when I tell you his family had to literally prop him up at the altar because that's how old he was and and she was you know she was older too but she was still you know feisty like she could get around she was fine but him when I tell you all they had to do do was just blow and (laughs) he would have been gone 
Oh, oh my God. God. No, she, I've been waiting for this man. Like he ready to marry me. I'm a man. I hope she was on somebody's life insurance. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but uh the last point I want to bring up on this, you know, sometimes I feel like we be alone, like in in feeling this way or getting to this point, like in dating and relationships. But I've also come to the realization that celebrities are actually getting to this point too and so i discovered this song a few weeks ago maya just put out you know y'all remember Maya? it's all about me my all love that. is like whoa yeah <laughs> so she put out this song about two three weeks well yeah two weeks ago called worth it and i fast forwarded to the part um that really resonated with me like the whole song is good i implore everybody to go back and, and find it on youtube but this part, I'm like, okay, she clearly where we are right now, too. But here it go. really don't be out there like that as far as um dating we don't really hear about who she's dating anymore it's been some years since uh we've heard anything like that but this song really resonated with me she's just like that ain't where my head is at right now like my peace of mind is my priority at this point um you know everybody's wondering like why am I not dating why am I not married she's like that ain't been my vision ever so I'm just I had a hard time listening because who told Maya to rap? Um. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what these men done drove her to. Y'all got Maya out here spitting so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Lex. Don't do that. I'm sorry. I thought it was actually pretty good. Like, and then, I thought it was too. For her to not really be a rapper like that, I thought it was good. And like, you got to go back and listen to the whole song. And then the video is cute too because she's like working out. Like, she's really like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my shit right now. Like, so yeah, please go back and listen to the whole, I'm gonna send it to y'all too. But I was like, go Maya, cause this has literally been my mantra for the past couple of weeks. Cause it just literally came at the time when I was just like, you know what? This isn't worth it right now. And then she comes out with a song called Worth It. And I'm like, oh, so. it's a sign. It's a sign, it's a sign. <laughs> so yes, guys, for now I'm quitting dating. I uh turned in my notice um i resigned uh wasn't fired but i resigned um <laughs> amen because there's a difference let them know <laughs> mm-hmm. but if y'all have quit dating then y'all can let us know too and like what took you there were you always there were you like dr reese and you always knew that your peace of mind was the most important thing or were you like me and it took a whole bunch of slew of bad situationships and just dudes not doing right for you to finally get to this point and be like you know what yeah I quit so let us know Uh, and I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com 
Speaking of, I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your listener letters. And we're going to move right along. So I got my home. Am I right? <laughs> I'm trying to say it fast. Hey, you did. You said, like, I should have known as soon as you said letter. The title hey, of this friends, I am Petty Boots and I have trouble letting things go, but I'm going to work that out with my therapist. The title of this letter is WWIGIGMG Do, which I think means, well, what would I'm glad I got my girls do? I think so. Listener, she said you could give me a nickname. What are we gonna call her? Oh, Jane. I don't know. Jane. Okay. Wait, which one is it? Don't matter. Letitia. Okay. Letitia said, "My ex is offering everything I thought I wanted from him, but I don't want it, especially from him anymore." I think. <laughs> We've been off and on for nearly 10 years. Basically, he liked, wanted me until I liked, wanted him. I'd tap out when I was tired of the back and forth, but he'd always say or do what he needed for me to come back. When I'd go back, he'd get weird and act like he didn't want to be with me for real. I hate this type of nigga. Just as I was itching toward tapping out a couple of years ago, he hurt me and broke my trust to the point that I tapped out for good, not cheating related. Since then, he's shown and told me that he wants me back. He's saying he wants marriage, and as much as I want to check that huge box off my geriatric millennial to-do list, I hate that term. <laughs> geriatric millennial can go to hell. I'm pretty sure that that isn't what I want. Finally, calling, calling it quits with him helped me to call it quits with my timeline and pushed me toward continuing to create a life that I love with or without a husband committed partner. She better fall in line with this week's time. Okay. Yeah. Come on with it. However, I want to keep on making a mistake by choosing not to accept what he's offering. What would the ladies of I'm Glad I Got My Girls do? I got thoughts, but I read the letter, so. Well, since you already got your thoughts formulated, you go first, because I I'm, I know what I want to say. But she I'm asked not- us what she want, what would we do, but she's already answered her question because she started off and said, my ex is offering everything I thought I wanted from him, but I don't want it anymore especially from him leave it alone there you go but then she put i think no (laughs) no (laughs) she did put i think but no if he has shown you time and time again he's shown you who he is so now because he's ready to settle down and stop dragging you along you're supposed to stop what you're doing for him Mm -hmm. no all right let's says no dr reese (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just feels like okay so if you and this is assuming you had let him know what you wanted right and if he drag like Lex said like drags you along basically um, until he's ready that would be your life mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. you want something you don't get it till he's ready Mm, mm. And did y'all have to break up for him to be ready? You did call this man your ex. We've been so, off and on for 10 years. And he did something not cheating related that pushed her to the brink to be like, F you anyway. Yeah, no, girl. Mm. You're, you, it sounds like you either have found 
or on course to finding your own peace, mm. what would Dr. Reese do? Dr. Reese would stay on path to that peace mm. because that man is going to drag you back down to hell, basically. Mm. To hell of his horrors. Mm. Mm. Britt Brit wants to know what has this man done differently besides speaking words mm-hmm. that led you to believe that he really is ready this time for everything that you thought you wanted with him before. Cause I mean, if he's still spouting the same words that he said prior, like every other time that he's, you know, done something, he's fucked up. Like what's different? Like, cause at, at this point I would need to see some action, you know? Um, some sustainable good yeah sustainable action (laughs) because I'm sure after 10 years he knows what to say to get you back you know and uh, and he's I guess banking on it working again Um, but it sounds like you made a lot of progress not being with him not being around him you just the sheer fact that you said not being with him has allowed you to let go of your timeline which is very hard for a lot of us to do because we are always like on some some timeline whether it's career love like babies you know something so for this situation to have freed that up for you like I think I'm with Dr. Reese I think you need to stay on that path and just keep walking the good walk um Cause yeah, I, I just don't, you know, I don't know the full story, but I just know uh, unless he is actually doing something different, like what are words? You know, you, you've said all of this before. So why is this time different? It just really sounds like he knows at this point you've moved on and now he can't, he can't deal with it, but it's too little too late. Like you really should have thought about that before you did whatever you did to uh, make me quit you for good period so I think that's the general consensus uh what would I'm glad I got my girls do I'm glad I got my girls would <laughs> not get with back with him that's right yeah no, no, no. so you know if you feel the need I do even say Tisha Tisha yeah mm-hmm. Tisha give us a, a right back let us know what you do um and I'm, look, I, I'm just so happy that this just fell in line with the topic. This was a beautiful show. You really uh, that guy. <laughs> Won't he do it? Um, and that gives us episode 59. 59. Hey. 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 Pew. 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 Pew.